Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yes, yes, it is the Luke and the Pete Show. My name is Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by a man who isn't Luke Moore. I'm Luke Moore, and <laughs> I dislike foreigners. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you said that, Luke Moore. You are getting cancelled, mate. Oh, I better oh. leave then. I'm going to go and write some horrible graffiti <laughs> on a, on a uh, what are those clinics called where unmarried mothers go? Uh, what? A Mary clinic. Stopes clinic. Oh, right, okay. I'm going to write what I think about female rights. <laughs> so I better go. I'm going to leave you in the hands of this guy. Oh, hello. What a horrible oh, what man. horrible man. Luke Moore. I'm glad he's not on this show, to what, be quite frank. What an unlikable young man, <laughs> that Luke Morris. I'm joined, <laughs> I'm joined by Mark Haynes. Mark, where can we usually be found doing our shit? We can normally be found on some wasteland, and we record <laughs> a show called Wrestle Me, which we is about do. the horrible and frightening world of professional wrestling. It is. We're currently uh, recording some shows for Christmas, mm. and we call them the Wrestle Mimuses, because mm. we're very creative like that. <laughs> and Sometimes um, it's, it's good not to do a lot of work into these things there is slightly you know a lot of people say oh the first idea is the best one yeah you know um, not, not the case i, I mean not never the, the never case. the case never, never the, case. the case never the case uh but i think there is something about i don't like uh really things that are you go oh that's clever i, <laughs> no. I don't wrestle memus you go it's got the word mass it must be christmas yeah and it's about wrestle me mm. that's all you need people try too hard these days they do <laughs> They have too much pride. They're like, I'm going to make a good job of this. Don't make a good job of it. Don't make a good job because people will expect that level every week. And if you work for someone else and it's not like your company and you make all the money, don't give them your best. Never give them your best. Give them half. uh, If that. Yeah, out of top level. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. The rest of the time, just run out of fumes. I do quite a lot of work at the minute. Uh, Yeah. You're a busy busy, busy, busy period. You're a busy boy. And I would say, you know, even though I'm at my busiest, Mm. when I'm like, actually in someone else's office, (laughs) I would say I do between 10 and 15% of the Mm. work that they would reasonably assume that I do. Yeah. And what I do, I spend a lot of time looking at stuff online. Thinking about stealing things. Thinking, you see. Thinking, that's the thing. If if someone goes, what are you doing? And you're just like, I'm just trying to think over it. Make sure that's, yeah. They can't prove it. (laughs) They can't prove it yet. They can't prove what I'm thinking about. No. No. Absolutely not. Some of them will be appalled at some of the stuff (laughs) I've thought about when I've been on their premises. I mean, it shouldn't be allowed. No. Should not be allowed. There are no rules in Mark's mind. (laughs) Uh, But yes, there's a Luke and Pete show. Um, Basically, if you're familiar with a Luke and Pete show, um, we turn up, we talk shite uh, for for, for a good while, and then then we go home, really. It's as simple Mm. and as unalloyed and as unpolished as that, really. Well, I'm not going to give you 10 to 15% today, Pete. I might 
might just be saying that, but <laughs> I am going to give you 100%. Oh, thanks, make, Mark. make it so good, mate. <laughs> so good. Um, so Luke's not here. He's uh, away. I don't, know, I, I don't actually know what he's How's doing. How's he gone away? I just, I, he's not away. Uh, he's in his house. said too much. Ta- I think he's taken a few days off. I think I think around about this time he would usually be in America. His uh, his partner is uh, American. Yes. Uh, so I think it's it's it must be quite depressing if you're American and you can't go home for the holidays. Oh is my god! Something you do every year. I was speaking to uh, a lady on a set the other day, and mm. she is uh, from uh, France. Yes. She lives in Paris, mm. and she has been unable to get back there. She just That's cannot a just get back. Short little leap as I, well. I was saying to her, just just get, just, just go. go back, and she was like, "Oh no, you know, the, the general uh, feeling is that you know we should not be yeah, no, uh, no. doing that." Is it in, is it the rules? Is it the rules? Is it in the rules? Is no, it the rules? exactly. Is it in the rules? Just get back. But she just was like, back. I mean, and Paris is so beautiful in Christmas and everything. She told me where she lived and I was like, I would be back in Paris in a heartbeat. I would, I would not be knocking around Hackney in the grimmest sort of grey November weather. Yeah. I don't live far from Hackney. I don't want to be where I am. Yeah. I just want to get away, Pete. Do you want to I get away just, I, really I badly? Get, I just want to go. I want to go. I want to go home to Japan. <laughs> I just want to get... I'm so... But I've, you know, I'm, I'm in a new place at the moment. I'm enjoying it, and and I'm just, but I'm just bored. Mm. I bought a scooter mm. that I can't drive because of really tedious administrative reasons. I can't get it on the road because it doesn't have a license plate. But I can't get a license plate until it is insured. But nobody will insure me because it has no license plate. This is like when people who are homeless talk about getting benefit. Yes, you're stuck it's in not a loop. Stuck in this loop, but instead of a a life-changing uh, loop where I can't find no Pete. Health, I think I think health support and, and I and think everyone and... agrees that your <laughs> your problem is is the worst. It's oh man, oh dear oh, lord. Man. I, 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 where do you get postal orders now again? The DVLA want a postal order. <laughs> do they? Yes, a postal order a and postal a postal order, <laughs> <laughs> and they'd like a little bit of Kendall mint cake. Yeah. and some and some rum barber. Oh, I had rum barber. <laughs> Such a dated little dessert. <laughs> Why is it? Is it, is it is rumbaba like a peach melba? No, I think it's is like it cake with like booze. Yeah, in it I think you'd sort of say it's more like a chocolate bomb these days. But What's a chocolate bomb? Well, you know, like a chocolate sort of dessert that right. has, has a, an interior of some sort of <laughs> some moist description. Yeah, you know, I think it's a rumbaba. As far as I remember, is like a sort of quite horrible cheap chocolate cake because it was oh, back in the eighties. Cho- right, I thought it was like a post-war. We've ordered too much syrup. <laughs> We've got too much honey. Yeah. Let's let's. No, I think it's in. quite a bad sort of dry cake that's Ooh. then covered in chocolate hundreds and thousands. Ooh. And I think the rum is put into it to try and like it's make just, the cake make, less it's sandy. An apology. It's an apology. Yeah. It's, the, the rum is an apology. Uh, Baba is is uh, Turkish for this is no good. Uh, <laughs> it's a rum no good. In the bin. Yeah. It's in uh, the bin. I mean, if someone said, "Do you want a rum barba?" I'd be like, "Yes," only because I'm not 100 percent sure that what I've described is what it is. It could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Mark, um, have you seen this, right? There is a website called Just Scream.Baby. Oh, nice. I only get URLs nowadays. <laughs> Just Scream.Baby is a website in which you can, um, if there's a phone number, uh, you, can do it, you can do it now if you want. I, I don't mind reading it out. Plus one, which presumably is that America? Plus one. Uh, 561-567-8431. You ring that number mm. and you can leave a scream. <laughs> it's been a difficult year for for a lot of us, but you can go on this. But you you, you leave a scream, mm. and it eventually finds it, it finds its way onto this website. 
Really? And and there's just I'm looking at the this now and there's be there's new screams that have been added two hours ago, seven hours ago, nine hours ago, uh, of varying lengths. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm. Uh, do you want to hear a couple of yeah, screams that people have left? What do you think? <laughs> 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 That's two people. There were two people two there. People. They, should, they, they should call them back and say, you're going to have Take to pay your twice. turn for crying out This loud. is one of those business ideas that the problem is you've set it up. It's not and a you've business gone... <laughs> I mean, it can't possibly be a business. But, but you've revealed what it is and you just go have a scream. Yeah. I can scream into my own phone for free. <laughs> right? That's true. I don't have to but, ring them. But you can join the Scream database then, can't you? There's a Scream database. Well, there's is a it list like of, LinkedIn? They continually a, spam me. There's a list of... I'm trying to think where, where, at what time last night I rang this number. <laughs> so <laughs> it's half past one now. It's probably about half nine. <laughs> That's me! Oh, my God! I picked that out of fucking nowhere! That was me! Yes! I'm Scream 136, Mark! <laughs> oh, wow! That's more of a cackle. Yeah? No, yeah. yeah. I was, my partner was listening and just tutting, so I was just, I felt bad. <laughs> I mean, Scream once, there's there's a big leap between 136 and 138. There's no 137. I don't know what's happened there. I probably, probably shouted a rude word. <laughs> That's not a scream. No. <laughs> Do any of these people understand what a scream is? No, they really don't. <laughs> I'll do a couple of short ones. This is one second. Nah. Three. Leroy Jenkins. Oh, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Better. Well, it's nice to hear one scream. I know, yeah. That's, that is, uh, but uh, uh, that seems like one in five <laughs> are, are screams, which again is, is a flawed business plan. <laughs> you know, it's very simple. Do a scream. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. No, no. No, it's, do a scream. You can shout Leroy Jenkins in your own time. <laughs> we, are, we are harvesting screams. That's what we need. Oh, I love that, though. I, I, I love stupid, stupid uh, websites. When I, was, when I was a bit younger, not mm. that much younger, but but a bit younger. I don't, I don't know why I'm qualifying it, <laughs> uh, officer. The, um, uh, there used to be a number that you could ring. So someone would say, oh, if you jam together, like 5513, whatever it mm. be, they'd say, you can hear this, it's a ghost, and it's a girl who was murdered, mm. and this is the last thing she said. Like when you're kids, it's all a very confused thing. You, yeah. you don't want to pick it apart and go, I just thought you said it was a ghost, or is it the murdered thing? But you'd ring up, and you could hear this strange sort of wailing voice. They said three words, and I can't remember what the three words were, right. but it was something like, is Sarah there? And you, <laughs> it was so frightening as a kid to sort of like just go, ah, what's all this? Oh, we ring a number. And you'd think, you'd think oh, it's probably going to be like one of his, his mum's mates, and yeah. she'll go, hello, and you'll go, oh! <laughs> but no, it was this really frightening little voice that was sort of going, is Sarah there? What's this? I did not care for that one bit. What is this Was thing? that a little bit like the wrestling uh, call? where you would ring up and they would give you news about the, re- the wrestling. No, it predated, though, those right. paid ones. I, I think mm-hmm. I did tell the story on WrestleMe, but I, I was fascinated by a guy who I met who did a, basically set up a thing where he'd, he'd tell you about the Yorkshire Ripper mm. over a phone line. Yeah. And it would take about, I don't know, you know, 35 minutes mm. for him to get to the end of it. But it made thousands of just people going to phone boxes yeah. and ringing up. It's and, like a podcast, but you rang up to yeah, listen to exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was 80s podcasting. Mm. was involved a telephone box, a slightly dodgy entrepreneur, <laughs> and you with a load of 10Ps. I would like to see the 10Ps come back, Pete. Oh, I'd like to see Wayside Jack come back. 
<laughs> Wouldn't it have been good if when Peter Sutcliffe had died, Wayside Jack had also died on oh, the same day, or, or they'd have like got him to do a, a, like a, a voiceover <laughs> of some kind at the funeral? He's definitely dead, no. <laughs> so I mean, if people are listening in America and stuff, or people who are just younger than I mean, I, we shouldn't even know who. He, mm. When when was this kind of like heyday? The seventy-eight, yeah, seventy-nine, okay, right. through to eighty-one. So before, like, pretty much before we were, we were even born, um, we uh, it, we obviously the Yorkshire Ripper murdered a lot of women, um, but there was a guy who um, allowed the Yorkshire Ripper to murder more by ringing up the police and, and he was from Wearside and he mm. had this very strong uh, Wearside accent. He was called Wearside Jack uh, at the time um, when they didn't know who he was. Um, yeah, and He, he diverted and, the mm. entire... There was there issues with the police as well where the police had basically put all their eggs in that one basket and they decided this was definitely mm. the Ripper mm. um, and they, they followed him. So they discounted anyone who didn't have a Wearside accent yeah. and that allowed the real Ripper to escape underneath the net. Incredible, um, really. Well, uh, you and you, your lads aren't any closer to catching me, mm. he'd say. And then he played uh, Andrew Gold's Thank You For Being A Friend at the end of the thing, which is actually the most frightening thing about oh, the whole thing. Oh, that's wonderfully it's, chilling. Yeah, really frightening. Down it's sort the of, road, back again. That, that one. one, yeah. Oh, the Golden oh, Girls thing. You won't catch me anyway. I'll say goodbye now. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, no. Really creepy. I did not care for that one bit. No, that mm. actually made me think that Wearside Jack would have been a better murderer than the real one. Because that was... <laughs> that was purely chilling. A, yeah. a good bit of sort of flair. Mm. How long did he go to prison for? Presumably Wearside Jack did. See, yes. the, see the inside of a cell. He was only discovered, I think, and revealed in maybe the 2000s. Right. And yeah, he did spend, uh, I think, maybe four or five years a sentence, mm. but I don't believe he was in the best of health. And I believe he, I believe he, he is, actually, actually predeceased the Yorkshire Ripper. Yeah. Ah. Uh, very fond of the sauce. At the. <laughs> If he's dead. If he isn't, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine with the pearly gates going, oh, oh I'm definitely the Oxford Ripper. Yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't think he's necessarily going to be going that way. <laughs> oh, no. uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about all the things he did. Yeah. I forgot all the things Maybe, he did. Maybe, uh, do you think when you die, you all get to go to heaven and that's what the pearly gates are? Why would mm, they have gates otherwise? Yeah. If, if you didn't... Yeah, if it, you didn't automatically... If you're already up yeah. there, why do gates exist? Yeah. yeah. Oh, am I going to let you in? Yeah, they're simply ornamental. <laughs> you know? All right, I've absolutely shat myself there, mate. Yeah, that really you, that really freaked me out. Why are they Peter. even? What, what, <laughs> just put like just put a little stick with one of those Zoom doorbells on. Yeah, and just get yeah. I ring the doorbell completely. Come in. Yeah, well, you see you see a load of security at a game mm. when you're going up there, and he's like, "Tell me your name." And you're like, well, how have I ended up here otherwise? <laughs> yes. You know, this is... This is going to be... I'm not going with all those unconfirmed babies into yeah. purgatory. Yeah, exactly. Do you get yeah. through and there's, and there's like, you know, a, a sign and it says, uh, you know, this way, heaven, mm. this way, hell. Mm. And you go, well, do I go that way? And they go, yeah, the hell one doesn't lead anywhere. Right. <laughs> Take it the fuck down, right? <laughs> this is really freaking me out. That's the sort of thing they'd be doing in hell. Yeah. Where they yeah, would have tricking, a thing. Yeah, yeah tricking that, you. Yeah, you, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course you can go to heaven. Of course mm. you can go, ah, it's hell. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I fooled you. You know, <sighs> Jesus, it's so badly thought out. <laughs> it's, it's very basic stuff. <laughs> Actually, um, uh, uh, I want to talk about something that has uh, just presented itself to me uh, very recently, aka yesterday, when I was watching The Undertaker versus... Um, uh, the, we are talking about wrestling, mm. but this isn't what the podcast is about. Mm. 
Are you familiar with the Undertaker? You might. Who's the? What's the other match we're doing soon? It's a little sneak preview of WrestleMania's. Uh, Necro Butcher versus no, Samoa Joe. Not doing Necro Butcher versus Samoa <laughs> Joe. We're doing the Undertaker versus Goldberg. Goldberg, big muscle man. Uh, they did a big wrestling show in Saudi Arabia, and um, and w- the women couldn't wrestle that year because yeah. it's Saudi Arabia. Um, and I think they did end up having a match in Saudi Arabia. They did. They were yeah. hilariously covered from head to toe. They were, even though. The, the sexy boys. Oh, yeah. The sexy boys will have their little pants. Uh, don't for one minute think that homosexuality exists within Saudi Arabia. Because because if you do, they will cut you apart. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, but I was trying to figure out how offensive mm. um, women wrestling compared to uh, The Undertaker's entrance, which is The Undertaker's entrance. He's yeah. the undead man. He... Uh, brings on. He's got a lot of coffins. Yes, this paganist ritual. Yeah, of of, of, of putting a body in the ground completely uh, with, with 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 hooded figures and and and, and a and... supernatural necromancer <laughs> character. I mean, the worst... not like women wrestling. I, I because of religion. That but... is fine, and that is not corrupting. <laughs> you know what is corrupting? Alexa Bliss's knee. <laughs> I will not. You will not be seeing that. <laughs> but um, it, it made me laugh because I was I was trying to figure out right where did where did um, the, the the shtick of, of funerals and putting putting mm. person in and obviously it's it's it, it is pagan. There's a, the, it all starting in Greece as well. Um, but uh, pre-Islam Iran had uh, religion um, uh, Zoroastrian. Yeah, the Zoroastrians. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Um, and this has blown my mind. Right. Sagdid is part of a ritual which forms an essential part of the funeral ceremony of, of the Zoroastrians. Um, the, the word Sagdid means glance of the dog. Oh. So Sag means dog and Deed means to see. Hmm. Uh, the Vendidad, uh, I presume that's some kind of... Yeah, it's a text. Um, it speaks of different kinds of dogs, such as the shepherd's dog, the house dog, and the hunting dog. Uh, they love dogs in this religion. Mm. Absolutely love dogs. Uh, additionally, it also classifies the fox, the weasel, the otter, the porcupine, and the hedgehog as dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they love dogs! They love dogs so much, they're, in, they're, they're, they're letting all of the other kind of that's animals great. into the dog classification. I like that thing of going, we're going to reclassify these. Because there is that thing of people going, no, you're not. And you go, oh, so sorry, you had the first go yeah. and now your word stays yeah, exactly. I'll decide what I'm going to classify <laughs> as a dog I believe I've got two facts about Zoroastrians right. I believe Freddie Mercury was a Zoroastrian oh really okay not 100% sure in a kind that. of new age kind of way or, no, or, or, I think or it actually was he was actually from the part of his heritage right. was he was a sort of you know he was a Persian oh, I think right, he okay, used yeah, to yeah. describe himself as and I believe the largest concentration of Zoroastrians outside of India is in Rainer's Lane which is northwest London. Oh, interesting. Uh, there's a, a, a big church there, a Zoroastrian church, in a former cinema, ah. um, which uh, is a lovely Art Deco cinema, now um, looked after by the Zoroastrians. Why does nobody talk about the Zoroastrians? It's the most exciting word. <laughs> what, what, what religion do you want to be? Do you want to be uh, Jewish? Do you want to be Muslim? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be Christian or a Zoroastrian? Zoroastrian, <laughs> Zoroastrian, or, or Hindi. Maybe Hindi. Yeah, maybe Hindi. I they've do like some, that They've name. got some interesting uh, gods do. as well. Um, I, had, I had a look at some, some stories. Uh, mm. This week, uh, the only one that caught my eye. I, I, I have to say, I have to get down to it. So you shall. Mm, uh, let me have a look. Let me, uh, are, you, are you using this as Basically, an attempt to, to explain Zoroastrianism? The dog, the dog. They have to. But I think part of their funeral thing used to be that they made a dog look at the body to kind Great. of like to look after it as it crossed over, or whatever. Like 
Incredible. Like, That's what amazing. a great funeral. Do you know, when my... my I, I had a also, dog. Also, they regarded otters as uh, water dogs, <laughs> and they're highly sacred in that multitudes of individual dogs are considered to be reborn into one single otter. It's the super dog. Wow. They think the otter... They think, and I agree with them, that otters are super dogs. Do you know what they move like, otters? They move like... When you get a load of dogs together, yeah. and they're all moving yeah. as one. Like a shawl of dogs. I, I am quite happy to accept this, this as a new classification. Get... <laughs> I, I don't have any problem with this at yes. all. The um, uh, uh, when my when my cat died, mm. uh, the dog had always known life with the cat, mm. and uh, we we buried in the you know the cat in the garden, mm. and the vet said, just leave the dog alone with the cat mm. for a bit, um, because you know that will help it understand that yeah. the cat's no longer moving, yeah, and. This isn't a story where we come back out and the dog has got the cat in its mouth and it's I like, thought it know, was going to be, yeah. Re- it gonna rending be. it apart. It wasn't that at all. <laughs> it's much more melancholy. No. And when we came back out into the garden, the dog was lying at the graveside just with its hand looking down at the cat. And when I got close and I went, you're right, like that, the dog looked up with the saddest eyes I've ever seen. And it was just like, you know, it was in mourning. The whole oh, thing was, my. it was like being on the front of a Victorian biscuit box. <laughs> Standing there with that sad dog and the dead body of a cat. Oh, it was so depressing. It makes me so sad. I've seen like videos where a dog, uh, you know, a lifelong companion of another dog will be just crying, it seems, at the mm. body of this deceased. Oh, dogs are great. <laughs> and you know, you know what's better than a dog? Mm. An otter. Well, it's, Super dog. It's many, it's many, many water dogs. Many water dogs. Yeah. yeah I, uh, dogs. I, do you know what? I don't think I've ever uh, touched an otter. And um, I, I look at those things. Ever, I look at those ever... things, and I think it's one of those things where when people do bucket lists, yeah. you know, and they're like, oh, swim with swim with dolphins, you know, yeah. go and take advantage of you know the <laughs> the, 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 the the dead workers at Dubai, that sort of thing. <laughs> I always look at it, and I always think, you know, mine's so humble. Yeah, oh. I just want to I just want to hold hands with it. I want two otters to be holding hands, and then you holding oh. your hands. Do you know? Do you know? I'd like, I'd like one to go around my neck like a mink stole. <laughs> And alive yeah oh yeah. totally okay. alive I'd like it round there mm. nice and dry I think they probably stink of fish and stuff yeah, probably, yeah, in yeah, real yeah, life yeah, it's not very nice yeah. it's scrabbly claws mm. I'd like it to go round my neck just sit there and just as I turn it purr it go <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that would be great yeah. I went to uh, a house to do some I'm working on a TV series at the minute and mm. I went to a house um, where we were doing some recording and we were doing it quite late at night and there was a bird in the next garden that was going like that and it was everyone was like Jesus Christ can we I don't know how to get rid of it <laughs> typical TV thing where you look around and go okay how can we get rid of this thing get, that's, yeah. that's lived here perfectly <laughs> unmolested for probably generations um, so <laughs> they, they got the householder over and he said you know is there anything we can do about this bird mm. and the guy said oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he said it's, um, it's mine it's my bird right oh interesting <laughs> anyway he took me out to the shed and there he had three goshawks um, which are like these beautiful sort of tiny sort of hunting tiny hunting hawks. birds. Ooh. Yeah, there's a load of books about goshawks, which are fascinating because to train a goshawk, you you have to basically outstare it. You have to hold it on your arm and you have to stay awake longer than it does because right. otherwise it will never ever let its guard down around you. Right. So you put it on your arm mm. and you just keep it there and you have to just out last it mm. and this can take three days and you just have to basically be there when it wakes up so when it wakes up it goes I trust you now because right. I was asleep and you didn't interfere you didn't with me in any way it's essentially that who hurt the goshawk <laughs> so people have to do that so yeah. I was talking to him about it but oh god he brought it out and it's just in the middle of this this field in Kent this thing yeah. that you weren't expecting he suddenly brings out 
this, you know, just force of nature, this mm. little thing, and it's staring at you in a way that only a wild animal stares. It's just really sort of like, yeah. you know, just waiting for you to do something so it can just fuck off, you know? <laughs> and it was so exciting. It was so exciting. And I've realised most of my, like, bucket list things now are about animals. I've touched an elephant. I yeah. was in I was in London Zoo before they 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 shipped them out to Whipsnade mm. and it was a crappy cold winter's day mm. and it was empty and I went inside Climbed the elephant was it. inside but it got its trunk over yeah so it could touch me on the hands yeah. it was the best <laughs> and I realise now that my bucket list thing is all just like I want to touch a tiger yeah you know whereabouts um probably <laughs> in Paris <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to go on a meal with a tiger. Like the tiger who came to tea, I'm going to take it out for a wonderful slap-up feed. <laughs> then we're going to go back to a hotel and I'm going to have sex with the tiger. <laughs> but consensual sex. Consensual sex. Um, Mark's going to do some of those things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is The Look of Bit Shot. We'll be back after a short advert break. If indeed there's an advert, so the come pandemic might not have any around. Have you ever dreamed of shagging <laughs> a tiger? Come to Mark Haynes's <laughs> zoo. <laughs> Because after dark, the mimosas start to flow. <laughs> Zoo is in speech marks. <laughs> oh, it's like a bug in. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This week on Stakhanov. One Direction's Liam Payne was in the studio talking to Jack Mates Happy Hour about life as a global pop star. With untold stories about his time on The X Factor, life in the world's biggest boy band and going solo, this one is not to miss. I was part of this massive machine and I knew my part in the machine very well. So I knew what I was doing every day. But then when that machine falls away and you're in the world and the world's just happening around, like, where do you fit? You can catch the full episode on Spotify. If that doesn't tickle your fancy, on this week's Football Ramble Presents, Kate and Jim sat down with former Chelsea, Juventus and England striker and football legend Enya Luco to discuss her storied career and her autobiography, They Don't Teach This. Whether it's racism, whether it's bullying, whether it's sexism, often these behaviours are silent. They're not always something that's said. It's a feeling, it's a set of behaviours by a group of people towards you that makes you feel incredibly isolated. You can hear more from Enya Luco with Football Ramble presents on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All that and more at Sukarnov. And we're back with a look at me. Oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord. It's um, nice coming on someone else's podcast because you don't feel any of the like, responsibility <laughs> to, what, to, maintaining it? Well, yeah. to make it good or, yeah. to, <laughs> or to, you know, do anything other than sort of kick it in and leave. Yeah, I, I find that. I did a podcast um, where I was guesting on it and I uh, it was a film podcast and I was doing it, doing the first bit and I was reviewing a film 
And then uh, you, the thing is, the conceit is you had to go and uh, watch the film. After <laughs> you watch the film and then you come back and review it. Um, in between those times, it was post WrestleMania record. Uh, in between those t- times, um, the studio just fucking fell to bits. Uh-huh. And I was just getting more and more wound up. So I thought, I'm going to calm myself down. I'm going to have a glass of whiskey. <laughs> We've got we we were uh, the the football uh, podcast I do uh, we're working with Jameson or something or Jameson on something and uh, they bought this beautiful bottle of uh, whiskey in and uh, I just had a couple of glasses of that and I've not listened back to the second half of that podcast <laughs> but I was a little loose a little yeah. looser when I came back because I was a little bit drunk the problem you get as you do more and more podcasts is mm. most of your time is spent making them and there is no time to then listen back I, I have no idea whether no, I'm good yeah. at podcasting because <laughs> I'm just on a train yeah. that keeps going and mm. I've never stopped and yeah. I can't go back and go let me review that and see how <laughs> no, I can improve no I know never some, done it some people it's really hard to believe Mark, mm. like the the joke is that white men have podcasts. That, yeah. That's the funny joke, right? Yeah. It's, it, what do you call a room full of men? A, a, a podcast. Um, and uh, with the the way that I operate and the way that you operate, we started doing podcasts quite early. So mm. therefore. We are in a situation now where we each do three of our podcasts. Yes. I yeah. do like five podcasts a week. Yeah. And you're right. I don't have time. And the only time I hear myself is when Finn, who works in the Football Ramble, lovingly puts together a little clip from the Football Ramble and puts it on Twitter. Yeah. And then Liverpool fans start shouting at me <laughs> for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 last time I listened to one of our resumes, uh, I, I can't even remember what, what the occasion was. Yeah. I popped it on and I spent the whole time thinking, oh, I should have said that. And then I'd mm. say it 10 seconds later. And I'd go, oh, well done, mate. Well done. <laughs> but I have- I, I, on resume, I go, yep. Uh huh. Don't need to do it. Don't need to do it. Do yeah. not need to do it. I, 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 I'm super aware. I was I was listening to another podcast that I do uh, for an edit. Mm. So I was doing the edit of it, and I found it very satisfying to take out my channel of all the times I'm going. Yeah. Oh no. No. Hoo ha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, completely yeah and it's just that all the way through yeah i noticed we don't do that with ours we're just like oh it's just, it just it get it. Get it. i mean come on talking of your jameson's thing mm. sweet jameson jameson is it yeah i think so is it not got an s on no i don't think so jameson's whiskey jameson jameson jameson, jameson. Yeah, Jameson. Jameson Irish. Jameson. Jameson. Uh, I, I picked up a story this week that I um, really, really uh, love. It's from this morning. Mm. It's about the hoo-ha about the uh, the PS5. Oh, right. Which yeah, has okay. been... It's a sort of funny thing. It's like, do you forget every time a new one comes out? Yeah, that that scalpers buy them up. Yeah. You can never get them. Yeah. So, you, so now nobody pre-orders them. It's no. like, it seems baffling. Yeah, and it always happens each time. And there's always the quite <laughs> outraged newspaper yes. stuff where they're a bit like, this person had an Xbox One, and they <laughs> sold it, like, in the box still, and someone bought it for £900. Money, pounds, yeah. And this person, the, the person who sold it should go to jail. <laughs> and I've always sort of been like, I don't understand why people get so annoyed about that. No. It's not like people do it with anything else. You buy shares on day one. Mm. You should sell them on day two. They don't do a Daily Mirror thing. <laughs> going, How dare yeah, this, this man? This arsehole benefited from his shares. <laughs> um, there was a classic one this morning, but all of this is a bit tawdry. Um, James Taylor, who is a cast member on Made of Chelsea. Right. Uh, Made of Chelsea. Made of Chelsea. I was thinking too much about how I was going to explain this isn't the 
singer-songwriter James Taylor, Taylor right. that I forgot the title of the show he was in. <laughs> uh, he's a cast member on Made in Chelsea and uh, he uh, put up a thing uh, on his Instagram saying, uh, thanks PlayStation for the PS5. Right, you know, yeah, As yeah. you'd expect. Yeah, just these influencers get, get senders and yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell how little he cared about it because he said, thanks playing station for, <laughs> for the new computer. Did you, did you uh, have a hide or nor hair of a PS5? No, that was the one I wanted. Um, I did buy a one of the the budget version of the Xbox uh, to mm-hmm. give to give to uh, my friend Al because uh, he's a bit down and stuff. So well, he's not going to be down now. <laughs> I hope he does what James Taylor does. It Flip so it. he got in real sort of like big news uh, on the the mirror because he basically had been given this by PlayStation yeah. mm-hmm. and he then put up a, a, a little Instagram thing that said, "Back to the PS4, I go." Didn't like the PS5, so I sold it for a one thousand two hundred pound profit. <laughs> <laughs> Profit as well is a strange one because he's obviously sold it for £1,200. Yes. Right, because yeah, yeah. he got it free. Yeah. But sort of going profit. No, <laughs> it's not profit. Profit is a business decision. Yes. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you've, just you've not sold bought, that. Yeah, somebody sent you it. Yeah, and, and you and you flogged it. You know, like, like a man in, the, in a pub who's done a burglary. <laughs> you know, that's the same thing. A burglar doesn't go good profit on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it cost me zero and I've managed to realise <laughs> it, it, its value. So he, he got it. I, a couple of things like, uh, uh, come out of me for that because I'm fascinated with it. I don't know why it's such a big story and I first read it and I was like what a grifter what yeah, a yeah. typical little grifter and then I was like actually he's been given something mm-hmm. he didn't ask for it no why why they've given it to some bloke from Maiden Chelsea when yeah. these I, I presume it's because he's probably got a load of Instagram followers yeah but and also yeah do, do you go for your made of Chelsea fans <laughs> like guys to, for your video game yeah knowledge I, I don't know I don't think so and no. I think you know they, they've sort of given it to him and I'm sort of glad that he's, uh, you know, PlayStation by giving it to him, that mm. he's just gone, I fucking don't want this. Yeah. I, I think that's great. Mm. You know, maybe they should think about who they give them to. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, but then the second bit I like about it is it did actually get them what they wanted, which is a load of coverage. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. sort of, he's done a better job than all of the boring people who, <laughs> who go, can't wait to play this with their, you know, with it unwrapped on their yeah. kitchen counter. Mm. So he's got a big page in a, in a thing. <laughs> the thing I love the most is that the mirror quoted uh, someone who'd written about it on obviously some kind of showbiz news mm. site. And this is, this made me properly on his side. So this person wrote, this seems especially in poor taste given the current climate where PS5 stock is flying out and where the majority of consumers have not and likely will not be able to get one before Christmas. Well, if anything, he's he's he's, uh, he's flooded the market with one more PlayStation. He, what are you complaining? <laughs> you're saying we're short on stock. He's like, I don't want it, so I'll sell it. And you're yeah. like, that is... In poor taste. <laughs> Using the language of like, I don't know, poverty and yeah. like food poverty mm. and sort of going, a terrible waste there, <laughs> selling it for money. You know, I mean, money's all very well, but can it buy you a PS5? <laughs> yeah, because he just sold one. Yeah. Um, and someone else said, it's probably allowed, but it's certainly disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, Probably sure, they gave it to him as part of a marketing stunt, but he should at least learn to appreciate the privilege he has. He does. <laughs> he, did, he did. He went, He went. I don't want it. I, uh, it's probably best if somebody else does it. I'm going to take the money for it, though. Given that he's not exactly poor, it just seems altogether childish. I'd get it if you know you couldn't afford rent, but Sony sent you a PS5. You've got to do what you've got to do. But this ain't that. <laughs> you know, would you have to be at a certain level to go, well, uh, someone sent me something, mm. like a PlayStation 5. I don't, want it. It's just I don't want it. Yeah. I don't mm. want it. But I know people do. And mm. you go, well, hang on. How much money have you got? 
yeah. you go, I'm doing all right. And you go, no, you have to keep it. <laughs> right. he, would, he would only have got more kind of uh, coverage for PlayStation if he'd like poured vinegar into the yeah. sluts or, or something. Or, or, or been one of those guys who used to do that thing where they'd run a you know a steamroller over yeah, the hottest in, console. In front of uh, the, the Apple store, you know, people yeah. queuing up for the latest, um, the latest phone. I mean, it's all... Pretty gruesome that story, <laughs> but I'm sort of like it's amazing when you go. There's a lot of different people involved in this, mm. and I have sympathy with none, <laughs> none of, of them. them. <laughs> if I had a PlayStation Five, I've got I've got to admit I've I've got I've got an Xbox One. Mm. I think an Xbox One is a great great computer. It does mm. everything I needed to do. It's a yeah. great little console. I, I I sort of go. I'd love to play great games mm. but the reality is I don't have the time anyway. No. If someone gave me a PS Five and they went, it's worth a grand and a half. I might go. Do you know what? I don't need it now. I don't need it at the moment. Yeah. I'll sell it. I'll buy one when they're cheap. Yeah. And everyone's happy. I agree. Plus, he's only going to use that money to buy things like Bellinis, you know, <laughs> and that goes into some like independent shop. Yeah. What is yeah. everyone crying yeah, about? What is, uh, what is a man from Made in Chelsea going to buy realistically? It it's seems... just going to be, it's just going to be that. Yeah. Foie gras. And Johnny's. Johnny's. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, old chap. I'd like a three-pack of uh, something for the weekends. Uh, with a ribbed tip, sir. Oh, Lord. Is the rib tip for my pleasure? <laughs> no, sir, it's for the ladies. Then I'll simply have plain. <laughs> I'll iron it out. <laughs> I'll put it between two newspapers. I want the woman to enjoy none of this. <laughs> it's not about her enjoying it. <laughs> if I'm paying for the Johnny's, then I will get my money's worth. <laughs> uh, it, it, look, it just seems childish to make 1500 pounds especially yeah. in today's current climate <laughs> buzzwords i love today's current climate it's yeah. a real thing about you're getting a lecture here <laughs> hey so what so i burnt some money for fun <laughs> do it anytime that's how i feel oh lordy um i mean in the second half of the podcast we usually uh do emails we haven't done any but we will do some on thursday so don't worry about that uh if you'd like to get in touch hello at lungpeachyard.com a uh, quick update from mike uh, gibson uh sir ben kingsley is very much of indian descent <laughs> so that's Jesus what we were talking about Christ. last week. The 30 minutes. You stepped in. You've cleaned up a really filthy foul show, Mark. You really 30 have. minutes of working out <laughs> whether you think famous people are lying about their ethnicity. I'm fairly certain. Oh, I, I think Tams in Althwaite's got a touch of something I can't put my finger on. <laughs> Oh, um, right. We'll be back on Thursday. Have a good one. Uh, look after yourselves. Um, Sorry for ruining the show. So, you, did, you did very well and it was very enjoyable. Uh, if you want to check out uh, Mark on Twitter, it is... At Mark Haynes. Mark Haynes. You changed. Uh, I, I went your... from a nickname to a real name. Cool. And I see there are many people who are Mark Haynes's with numbers after their oh, names now. Oh, hello. Someone got there first. <laughs> uh, one of them is is actually horrible. Oh, really? Yeah. Is there a, like, a, there's a person with your nom? Yeah, he seems like misogynistic and racist. Oh, Oh, and when I checked, it was me. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was it was a horrible bloke. Yeah, might be him. Um, Yeah, and uh, do check out uh, Wrestle Me. We're doing a big celebration of all things uh, wrestling uh, over the Christmas period. We've also got Patreon. Get involved, guys. It's like this, but like we touch briefly (laughs) on wrestling. We have content. Yeah, some content. Talk about. I I don't want to oversell it by saying there's content. No, exactly. There's Um, a bit. Let's let's end with uh, what we're we looking at. Yeah, just end with this. We're back on Thursday. Bye bye. This 
was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.